Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, May 14th at Belmont Park. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. So we've all recovered from Derby Week, and now we're trying to reload our bankrolls and build up for the Preakness. And they've got three graded stakes as part of the late pick four on the Belmont card. Not big fields, but we'll see if we can unearth something that'll uh, help boost up the pick four a little bit. Jim, we'll jump into this with the, the one grade one on the card. It's the Man War for four-year-olds and up at a mile and three-eighths on the turf. You got last year's Breeders' Cup turf winner, Yabir, in there. Gaffoe, who's a long-distance specialist up on the New York circuit. Who do you like? I guess there's just so many races for you know older turf horses going long, including last weekend at Derby weekend, of course. So I'm I'm shocked this horse only got this race only got six horses in a uh, you know in a Grade One with seven hundred thousand dollar purse. But I went with the obvious choice here, Yabir for Charlie Appleby. Um, comes out of the last three races are he won the Breeders' Cup Turf. Actually, the last four he wins the Jockey Club Derby Invitational uh, at Belmont. He wins the Breeders' Cup Turf for Grade One at Del Mar. He finishes second in the Dubai Shima Classic, and then finished second in a Jockey Club Stakes back at uh, Newmarket. So that's that's pretty good resume. And prior to that, he was running 109, 113 time forms. $4 million earner, I think, your beer here is a single. Um, I can make a case for Gufo because he likes Belmont, but your beer has a race over the track and won, um, and won won fairly easily back in uh, September. So Gufo would be my second choice here off that Pan American win. But last time he ran against your beer, he got beat by 10 links uh, at the Breeders' Cup turf at Del Mar. So I think your beer is a legitimate single here. Um, I think there are a couple of throwouts in here. Abon had a 100 buyer in that Pan American, but Gufo beat him pretty easily. And Easter gets Flavian Pratt, and that was that's my plus for him, but uh, Yabir is my pick in the Raid 1 Man of War. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a, a stand and make Easter a key horse here. And I think Gufo or Yabir is one of those two is the likely winner, and I, and I would lean to Yabir. But just trying to find some way, if you want to play the race, to have a shot to, to you know, make it worth your while for a wager. Easter, it's Graham Motion, and Flavian Pratt, and so that, for me, trumps the class jump. Uh, motions excels at these longer distances. Horse had a bad start in that uh, prep race, so maybe you can forgive that. Motions numbers second off the layoff are, are really good. So just on, on those angles, and as you mentioned, the Pratt angle, I'm going to, uh, if I bet this race, I would just box Easter with Gaffo and Easter with Yabir. And uh, when we get to the pick, pick four, um, you know, if you want to save money, you could just use your beer and Gaffo, but I'll, I'll throw Easter in there as well. And it's really just on respect for the connections, up more so than anything that is there on the form, because there's certainly not anything on the form to, to lead you to this horse over those other two. But uh, if you want to play it, I'm going to uh, suggest Easter to, to be the key horse to try to make a little money out of the race. The ninth race is the grade three Peter Pan for three-year-olds going a mile and an eighth, a prep for the Belmont Stakes. It's produced several Belmont winners over the years. Sir Winston most recently, uh, back in 2019. Um, I thought this was a really intriguing race. Not a huge field, but uh, I ended up on We the People, 
mainly on the angle that he is more battle-tested. Uh, acted up a little bit in the Arkansas Derby, but you know, Secret Oath came out of that race and, and won the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, Barbara Road didn't run badly in the uh, Kentucky Derby. And um, this horse uh, had won first two times out, very impressively, and then uh, just acted up a little bit, didn't seem to be himself, maybe with all the a little too much too soon, the big crowd and everything. So I think um, this horse could, could bounce back and, and run big. Pratt staying with the ride also uh, makes me feel good about this pick. Set sail intrigues me a lot. I almost took that horse off just the maiden win, um, but had a, a nice buyer first time out and then improved that uh, next time out and uh, or, or got close to it anyway. But you know, buyers in the 80s for both starts. And Mandela ships this horse all the way across country. That's not a, a normal move for him to go with take a maiden winner across the country for a grade three. I don't know whether they're thinking this horse is, is Belmont material and they're going to run him here and if he and let him run his way into the Belmont. But that one just intrigues me, certainly. Electability for Chad Brown, um, I think uh, definitely is, is uh, one to use. And then Golden Glider. That was a, a decent effort in the Bluegrass Stakes, a good race at Keeneland. Golden Glider ran fourth that day behind Zandon and the rest, and that was a good field. So you uh, certainly can say he has played a tougher schedule than his rivals in here. So I'm going to go four deep, uh, or th- probably three deep. I'm going to probably leave out Golden Glider just for, for ticket construction purposes, but you could certainly make a case to include him as well. But I'm on We the People of the Peter Pan. How about you? I like the same horses. We the People. Um didn't run his race in Arkansas. I think he lost it in a post parade. Uh, they, the comments call, call him washy. Uh, he's five wide, seven eighths, and empty is, is the comments. I think that's that's a good uh, characterization. And I think with 60,000 people there, his third lifetime race stretching out to a mile and an eighth, brand new jockey. Jeru uh, had ridden him the first two and loved it. Absolutely loved this horse, but he was committed to ride Cyberknife for Brad Cox. So they went to Pratt. Now Pratt takes them out in New York. And I like We the People quite a bit here. Um, just in case he's he's not coming back for that, I'm going to use Set Sail. I love the uh, second race uh, at, when they stretched out to a mile. That first race, uh, the two horses that beat him came back and won next time. So it's turned out to be a very key race. Improved his buyer to 89, and Mandela ships him. Electability for Chad Brown and Golden Glider coming out the bluegrass. I think we agree 100% on the four horses in this race. Brissette Horse, Western River. Gets Luis Saez, and that's a good move up from Santana that rode him in his maiden win at Oakland. And this horse went from a very mediocre turf career to a really good couple of maiden special weights at Oakland, a 78 buyer and 87 buyer. So if you're going deeper, that horse is on the improve, certainly. And if he doesn't get it here, he's going to get better down the road. So uh, I like We the People, but I'm going to go deep in the pick four. Go to race 10. It's the grade three Bogay on the turf at a mile and a 16th for Phillies and Mayors four and up. A couple of Chad Browns in here that figured to take a lot of money. How did you see this one? I don't think I've ever taken a turf race where I didn't say, I'm going to use both the Chad Browns. I mean, you, you just can't, you can't afford not to put them in there. And you can make a case for each one of these. Lamista coming out of the Beverly D last year and Rogier coming out of the Breeders' Cup Philly Mayor turf. Only got beat seven and a half to Love's Only You. And this is second North American race. Uh, she won the the uh, Longines at Longchamp last year. So the horses won over $500,000. So got a big shot in here. Um, but I went with, I, I'm going to use two Chad Browns, but I'm going to 
picked as the winner Plum Ali for Christophe Clement, coming off uh, a listed stakes win at Aqueduct uh, on the steady improve, 87, 88, 89 buyers, so, so right there. And uh, two, two wins in a row. I like the horses that finished first, and that the horses learned how to win. Uh, don't know. Uh, she's 1-1 at Belmont with a one second, but she's been very consistent in her buyers, so I think she's got a big shot to win as well if the Chad Browns are get beat. Lamista's the most obvious winner here. And if she runs her race off this long layoff, she's going to win. But I think you could make a case for those other two horses as well. Ended up on uh, Rogier, the Chad Brown horse, the newcomer to his barn. Pratt rides. Horse was a group one winner overseas. I think that one looks awfully strong in there, but I'm not going to leave off the other Chad Brown, Lamista, because of the grade one experience. So I think one of those two is uh, probably going to win this. If you want to go deeper, Plum Ali has won five times. Runaway Rumor has won three out of five starts at Belmont. So that is certainly uh, noteworthy in this group. But I'm on uh, Regeer from the Chad Brown barn. And then the 11th race is a state-bred allowance, first level. Three-year-olds and up, fillies and mares. They'll go seven and furlong, seven furlongs on the turf course. Ended up on Rigby here. They uh, shipped this horse to Keeneland for a grade two off a maiden win on the turf at Belmont. It's Maker and Irad Ortiz, and I just think off those angles, I think Rigby looks uh, looks like the one in here, but I'm going to go deeper. I'm not going to take you know a single or anything on, on Rigby. Finest work, first start for Weaver, uh, solid turf buyers on this one, Pratt in the saddle. Dufresne, the seven, has kept some good company. The nine, Palace Gossip, has uh, three mid-70 buyer figures, so very competitive on that scale. The 10, three Adora Grace had a 79 buyer last September at Belmont. Uh, and if he runs back to that, he'd be very competitive in this spot. So uh, I like all five of those, but I like Rigby on top. How about you? Well, I got to make a comment because you are always so good on the pronunciation of these weird names, but I got you on this one. Uh oh. Dufresne. Dufresne, okay. Andy I, Dufresne. I, oh, yes, from, uh, from Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. Yes. Yeah. I had a, uh, you're right. Exactly. The fire right. is uncaptured. I'm sure that's one of the reasons they named it. But I, I didn't I, uh, uh, didn't look that one up. But I had a had a friend who pronounced it the other way, and I just got stuck on that. But that's you're exactly right. I love that movie too. I had to rub that in because that's one of my favorite movies. I didn't pick Dufresne. I didn't think that. Uh, I thought that last race was not was uh, it was off the turf. But uh, you know, even the uh, last couple races, the the buyers don't match up. So I didn't use him. Uh, use or uh, use her rather. Um, I, I did go six deep here. I'm going to use Bruce Levine's Act of Congress off that very impressive maiden win at Aqueduct, one by five and a quarter. Maybe it's asking a lot to jump up to allowance, but she certainly ran well there. Master of the Tunes with Ortiz, Rigby, the one you mentioned from Mike Maker. And then I'm going to use the three outside horses, uh, Palace Gossip for Dutro, Theodore Grace you mentioned for Albertrani, and Autumn Glory, second-time starter for Christophe Clement. So... I'm going to go six deep in here, and I've got a really inexpensive ticket. So if I play it myself, I might just go ahead and go all because it would be my 50% rule. If you use six, you don't know what's going on. So, But I, you know, I, I don't have a very expensive ticket. I'm going to just do six deep here. I've got a $45 ticket. I'm going to go one, two, three with one, two, four with one, two with four, six, seven, nine, ten. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of money because I don't think it's probably going to pay a whole lot. But... $45 ticket for me. How about you? 
I got a $36 ticket, three with one, two, four, five, with one, two, four, with two, three, four, nine, ten, eleven for 36 bucks. Best of luck wherever you are playing on Saturday. And, of course, next week it'll be Preakness Day. And we'll be back for that edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.